0: There's a lot of talk about quarterbacks in the NFL, and we've got a new starter in Tennessee. Will Levis is the is the starter in the, for the Titans. Is he a franchise quarterback? We'll talk about that. The signing of Carson Wentz, a uh, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson debate, and Week 10 Power Rankings. All that here and more on the Locked On NFL podcast. Let's get into it.
1: You are Locked On NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: Hello and welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. He's James Rapine. I'm Chris Carter. He's of Locked On Bengals. I'm of Locked On Steelers. And this is your Locked On NFL show for Wednesday. As always, this show is brought to you by Game Time. Game Time is an app that you can download right to your phone right now. Create an account and use code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase of tickets. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. More on Game Time later. As always, you can find this show on your favorite podcasting apps and on YouTube. Like this video if you enjoy it. Subscribe to this channel to get all of our daily episodes from all the different hosts that we have throughout the week. James, some big news came out Tuesday, uh, not too long before we started to record this show. And it was that the Titans are announcing that Will Levis is their QB1 moving forward. Tyler Tyler Rowland of, of Locked On Titans covered that there if you, want, if you want his take on it. But James, I want to get your thoughts on, on, on this move because... Will Levis was very much a polarizing figure in this last NFL draft process. People loved his traits. They loved his skills, but they didn't love some of the things that he put on tape. And so he fell to the second round. The Titans picked him up, and everyone was wondering what's going to happen with Malik Willis, what's going to happen with Ryan Tannehill. And here he is, just a little little less than a week since his appearance on Thursday Night Football against the Steelers, and he's Mm -hmm. now the, the starting quarterback. Do you think this is a smart move by the Titans?
1: No doubt about it. 100% 100% a smart move. We know what Ryan Tannehill is as a quarterback. And so to to get a guy like Levis, who to me has not has been impressive, uh, honestly. He was thrust into that starting job, goes up against the Falcons team that has plans on winning their division. Whether or not they do that, that's a different story, but has plans on winning their division. Completes 65% of his passes, throws four touchdowns, the deep ball. Was was certainly a welcome sight for for DeAndre Hopkins, who is is excited and clearly believes in Will Levis. And then against your Steelers and in, in the team you cover in Pittsburgh, I thought against a really good defense, like the Steelers' defense is one of the top defenses. Great pass rush. You have to deal with Minka, and even though I don't think Minka was in that game, he was it, hurt. Oh yeah. Regardless, still it's a Mike Tomlin defense. Mm-hmm. We know what the Steelers bring, and. It's not like he threw for four touchdowns, but he kept them in the game. He did. He, 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 he didn't wilt uh, on a short week. So, yeah, I think over a five-day stretch, you saw two impressive outings for Will Levis. Obviously, he's a rookie, and the Titans have to see what they have in him. So I, I think this makes a ton of sense. They were never Super Bowl contenders with Ryan Tannehill, and so now I'll turn to the younger guy and see what you got because so far, and it's very, very early, two-game sample size so far, Pretty promising results.
0: I'm I'm right with you here. I you know I got to see him firsthand at Ackershire Stadium from the press box, and some of the throws that he can make are just so impressive his arm talent he can get it to different parts of the field um he's big enough and i also say one of the things that he did that i thought was really impressive too was you know how the steelers their pass rush tj Watt, alex highsmith cam hayward was back for his first game they're bringing it they're hitting him and i think alex highsmith had something like 10 pressures in the in the game he kept getting in the backfield but you didn't see will levis like become disheveled because of it. He he, he, you know, he certainly in the second half the they, the Titans didn't play as well offensively, but you saw him still trying to make the big throws despite getting hit over and over again. And I thought that was something that was really positive for hit for the traits that you want to see in your starting quarterback moving forward. And sure, he has a lot to clean up. You know, he threw what should have been about three different interceptions on the final drive of the game. The Steelers dropped two and eventually caught the third one. Uh, but again, second start on a short week. In an offense, and you know, an offense that's still also trying to find itself. Very largely, the offensive line wasn't good. The offensive line's also dealing with a ton of injuries. I give Will Levis a breakdown. if you listen to our friend Tyler at Locked on Titans, that has been a, a polarizing war for Titans fans. Some people don't want him. Some people want Malik Willis. Some people want Tannehill back. Some people just want to move on from all three of them. But uh. I think right now, and I'm right with you, when you see his kind of arm talent, you have to capitalize on it, and that's the case there. But there's another team on the other side of the country that just brought back a guy who used to be the hype, and that's Carson Wentz. He's been signed to the Los Angeles Rams is this possible for Carson Wentz to be fixed here by the team that passed on him for Jared Goff many years ago? When in the 2016 NFL draft, also shout out to the to the, to the 2016 NFL draft and how the top two quarterbacks are now on completely different teams and where they're at right now. But it, is Carson Wentz the reclamation project that can work, James, or is this just kind of like another Baker Mayfield situation? They're going to play it out, and then he'll just be somewhere else in in, in another year. I,
1: I think that the the Baker Mayfield situation is an example of the the reclamation project to a degree where it helped him potentially i think it did become yes. a starter and yeah and, and so it was a short sample size to your point but he probably is back there if he wasn't successful with the rams which led to a potential starting job and eventual starting job with the bucks uh, i th- i think carson once he's the type of guy and when joe burrow was hurt i, I covered the Bengals. Full, full disclosure for those wondering when joe burrow was hurt and dealing with that calf we talked about backup quarterbacks all the time. And anytime you bring up Carson Wentz, it's like, ah, he, he doesn't really fit culture wise anywhere. And that's why he's on the outside looking mm-hmm. in and because you look at him 6'5, 235, all the physical traits. He, you could certainly run him. um he, He's, he's not the most accurate quarterback in the world, but still completed over 62% of his passes. Mm-hmm. has appeared in 93 games. Like he's got all the qualifications to be a backup. I like the signing because if anyone can get, Something out of Carson Wentz, it's Sean McVay. If anyone can tap into it and, and and maximize what he is, and by the way, hopefully he's just a backup. I want to see Matt Stafford healthy and
0: Absolutely. continuing
1: to to play at, at the level we know he can play at. So hopefully that's the case. Hopefully this isn't a sign that Stafford is is more banged up than we realize or is going to miss more time than anticipated. But to me. Wentz is is one of the the higher end backups in this league if he's right mentally and clearly yeah. he hasn't been in in recent years. Who can fix that? Well, maybe Sean McVay can. He maximized Odell Beckham Jr. in a half season. He got did. the most out of that guy, right? Yeah. And, uh, and and he was dealing with with knee issues. Obviously, tore his ACL a second time. Carson Wentz has had injury issues. There's the the mental side of the game as well. I think if there was an ideal landing spot. This is it, where you don't have to start. There's not real pressure. They're not Super Bowl contenders. Go there. Build your confidence. Learn from Sean McVay and, and go from there if you're Carson Wentz.
0: I feel you on that. And, and At one point, Carson Wentz was the guy. Like, it was yes. – I mean, I, I, I'm from – During Pittsburgh. that Super Bowl
1: run, I thought he was the Dude. Yes.
0: He was to dude. He, got he, it. Yeah. he 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 was he, uh, Eagles fans were talking about him the way that Bengals fans talk about Joe Burrow right now because sure. they were like, like was I mean that was a thing like I had I, I I went to Chain University it's like out near Philly man I had so many of my friends being like we got him we got the new future and then after after all his injuries he just fell off a cliff there and right I'm right with you I think it is a mental thing I think that, that you know obviously there's some physical restraints that have been on him but this is a guy who has been able to read NFL defenses, who has made big plays, big throws, big reads, in the NFL. Not saying that he's just going to be able to plug and play and be able to be fixed right away, but I do like the idea of bringing him in as a veteran presence, let him warm up in the offense, and heck, I also think that people have to give some of these guys credit who come in and they how hard they work at that stuff. Look at Josh Dobbs for the Vikings, a guy who's been bouncing around the NFL. He was basically given you know a pity start by the Cardinals uh, you know, at the, at the start of the season because they were like, yeah, Kyler Murray's out. We, we're not putting too much on the season. We'll give Josh Dobbs a shot. And then everyone saw, whoa, okay, he's actually putting in a fight and then he goes in the Vikings and balls out coming off the bench I'm not saying that Carson Wentz is gonna do what Josh Dobbs in his in his last start did but I think that he ha, him bringing in being brought into the Rams current quarterback situation with you don't know what's happening with Matt Stafford it makes a lot of sense to kick tires on him and if it doesn't work what did you lose maybe you know a little bit of cap space for five seconds Who cares? I think it's a smart move. I'm intrigued to see what Sean McVay does with him. But there's another quarterback conversation that happened with a major player in the NFL, major defensive player in the NFL. Miles Garrett gave his thoughts on the two obvious two top quarterbacks in the AFC North, Joe Burrow and Lamar Jackson. We'll talk about what he said and what we think about that debate right here on the Locked On NFL podcast. Stick with us. We got a lot more to discuss. But first, before we do any of that, I want to remind you this show is brought to you by Game Time. Now, what's Game Time? Game Time is the app that you can download right to your phone right now so that you can buy tickets for all your favorite events and not make it a stressful process. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. They give you killer deals on last minute tickets and they have a best price guarantee that can't be beat so you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you're about to have. Game Time app allows you to book tickets up to the last minute or even up to an hour after the event has started. And when you're looking in the App at these tickets, you can see what the view is from your seat. You can see all the fees that come with it. There's no hidden fees. They make game time wants to make sure that you know exactly the price that you're paying upfront for those tickets. It's two taps of a button and those tickets are yours. And these are still exclusive flash deals on tickets for anything from football games to basketball games, to concerts, comedy, hockey, whatever game time. It's got you. And they have a best price guarantee. that can't be beat. If you find the same text, the same same uh, tickets in the same section and the same row for the same event somewhere else, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without the stress at with game time. go to, Go to go to go download the game time app right now. Use code locked on NFL for $20 off your first purchase. Or go to their website gametime.co. Terms conditions apply. Create an account and redeem code locked on NFL for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed.
1: Let's keep things rolling on a Wednesday edition of Locked on NFL. And whew, Miles Garrett is Yeet one of the best pass rushers in the league. I I, I might've said the best, but there's a, a, a guy named Watt in Pittsburgh. And, and so that's a whole nother debate. Well. We're, talking about, we're talking about quarterbacks here, Christopher Carter and <laughs> Miles Garrett, one of the best pass rushers in the NFL. No doubt about it. Appeared on the up and Adams show, obviously Kay Adams um, on FanDuel. And who she asked, she asked the hard-hitting questions and, clearly the best two quarterbacks in the AFC North are Lamar Jackson and and Joe Burrow. She asked who miles Garrett would take over the two. And he, he did the regular player answer. I'm going to, I'm going to read a little bit of it and and then I'll I'll get to the exact answer when he was, she kind of pressed him a little bit, but he said, quote, I think Joe is coming on strong when he's healthy. He's one of those guys that can light you up each and every night. Lamar does it in different ways. Even if his throwing is not on point that night, he can still rush for 150 and three touchdowns. And then they went back and forth a little bit, and he said, "I'll take Joe right now as far as who has the nod over the other." So, Chris Carter, do you agree? Would you take Joe Burrow over Lamar Jackson, or would you give give the edge to the former MVP who has the Ravens in the second seed right now in the AFC?
0: You know, I I take Joe Burrow right now, but it's not it's not like a disrespectful thing. To Lamar Jackson, I think Joe Burrow's doing some amazing things right now for the Bengals. That's why I, I picked the Bengals to win the division. I still think they very well can win the division, uh, even as they sit right now. Technically, in last places, there's a three-way tie for five and three. But all four teams would make the playoffs if they started today. It's crazy. But I, I think one thing that you've seen with Joe Burrow is that we see, we've see we seen when he has weapons, it's, it's a problem. When Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and Joe Mixon and that whole crew is going, Joe Burrow is going to find so many ways to to hurt you and in ways that are very tough to defend. You know, I think it's it's a situation where if your pass rush isn't on point, but also your secondary isn't on point, Joe Burrow is going to hurt you that day. And he's going to find a way to see the field. He's going to find a way to make the tough plays. That's who he is. Lamar Jackson can hurt you. But I think that one thing, and this is a caveat to this. Lamar Jackson has never had the weapons that Joe Burrow has had to to the start of his career. He's never had a receiver that's uh, that's as good as Jamar Chase, let, let alone T. Higgins. You know, I think that, say, Flowers could become a serious threat. I think that Mark Andrews has been a good tight end. But Lamar Jackson has very much been the engine that makes the Ravens go entirely. Whereas, like, I think that if you took another really good quarterback, you know, maybe not, you know, you know, not not, you know, not like just Patrick Mahomes, but if you took like another decent quarterback, if you put Kirk Cousins in the Bengals, they're not as good as Joe Burrow, but they can they could hurt you, they can still hurt you in in, in a lot of different ways. But Joe <laughs> Burrow maximizes that the way I think that few quarterbacks can in the NFL. That's why I take him in this situation.
1: Yeah, it, it's first off, it's close. And yeah. The the Bengals, they should have in hindsight, picked Lamar Jackson. They passed on him in the 2018 NFL draft, and I was not happy about that. I'm sure there's a Locked on Bengals episode way back when of me being critical of the team for them passing on Lamar Jackson. That said, it led to Joe Burrow, Mm -hmm. and obviously that worked out. It's a whole new regime, new coaching staff, all of those things. I think it's close, but it's also maybe outside of the Ravens, so 31 other GMs I think would all take Joe Burrow. And and that's no knock on Lamar. I think he's really good. I, I think when Joe is dialed in, he he can go up against anyone in the in the game and on the biggest stages. Right, we've seen it this week five and one against Allen and Mahomes. He's gone to Arrowhead in the playoffs. He's gone to to Buffalo in the playoffs. He won in Tennessee, a really good Titans team a couple of years ago in the divisional round with Derrick Henry and AJ Brown and those guys. Like and and he's done it you're right he has weapons but the offensive line has been just destroyed
0: mm-hmm. by by guys yeah, like
1: TJ Watt and Miles Garrett and, and and he's had to overcome that part so absolutely i i think he has the edge over Lamar it's close and the other reason why i would give him the edge i, I think it's interesting Miles went with Joe because Miles has crushed Joe. He has beat Joe up in their games. <laughs> he really has. And so mm-hmm. the, the Browns seem to have the Bengals number a bit and, and Burroughs only beat them once uh, as a starter. And so for Miles to go with Burrow, I think that says something as well because of that, because of the fact that he realizes how good Burrow is, even though the Browns have had their number.
0: No, I feel you on that. And Miles Garrett, he's always been the guy that's been not afraid to show his opinions in in sports on things or talk about. When you're like built that.
1: like that, you can say whatever you want.
0: <laughs> exactly. Who's going to tell Miles Garrett what to, what to do? You know, uh, you not know, like, like, exactly. I ain't doing that. Yes Mason sir. Rudolph found found out found out when, <laughs> way, way back. <laughs> but but in all seriousness, um, don't I, I swing I think that Miles helmet at me. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't want those problems, Miles, but in, in all seriousness, when you look at, at this, it's a it's a legitimate debate. And it's it's probably going to be I really think it could be one of the more fun ones over the next five to six years in the NFL or however long both of these guys stay in, in, in the in the in the division. I'm confident Joe Burrow will. I'm not sure about Lamar Jackson because I I just the rave the Ravens and, and Lamar. How will he pro- progress as he gets older, and if and, you know when his when his speed starts to go, what what will that become? But I, I think that they're two of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, and I think whenever they throw down, it's a spectacle, and and we all want to see what happens. Um, and right now, again, I give the edge to Joe Burrow because the things that he do he does, like for example, I'll cover, I'll take it from a Steelers standpoint. When the Steelers play Lamar Jackson, they have a way, a way to contain him. They're able to find ways to box him in play gap integrity football and say, hey, you're going to have to beat us with your receivers deep down the field, hitting passes. And what happened in the the game that they beat them? There were a couple plays where there was the open man, either Lamar missed him or the receiver dropped him. And the Steelers are like, we will take that gambit. You can't take that gambit with Joe Burrow because then he will just hit Jamar Chase and it'll be a touchdown. And then you're like, oh man, that didn't go well. And so it's a different kind of challenge. And I think that that challenge is just more difficult to scheme around if you're a defense when you're facing Joe Burrow than if you were facing Lamar Jackson. And I think you've also seen that because Joe Burrow's made it to a Super bowl. And again, maybe that's because he's been on a better roster than Lamar Jackson's had in some of those years that they've, they've, they've gone on their, their playoff runs. But I think Joe Burrow right now, you got to say he's the guy. Here's my question to you, James, outside of Patrick Mahomes, is there any other quarterback in the NFL who, who you think has a legitimate argument that they're better than Joe, that they're better than Joe Burrow right now?
1: no, no, not right there. Not not when Burrow's healthy. No, I think Burrow's too. And in, in Burrow's trying to pass Mahomes. I know in his head how he's wired. Yeah, absolutely. Now, now will he get there this year? I don't know. I, I know his MVP odds shot up some, and and we'll mm-hmm. see if if uh, you check out those fan odds, they change pretty quick. So we'll see there. But no, I mean he's beat Josh Allen.
0: Mm-hmm. And if you
1: have him ahead of Lamar, he's clearly ahead of Herbert. Same draft class
0: agreed josh oh you josh you said uh is yeah, not there yet
1: who is not there same draft class yep. um i mean i mean who else is and i'm not saying there's not great quarterbacks but
0: jalen hurts is good but not like that
1: i think he's probably top 5 like in that i, range, I agree with that but, yes but but he's not burrow like i i, I would be surprised if a, a lot of teams would take hurts over No, i would have hurts over lamar i think that's close
0: ooh I, that I think that would be a very fun debate
1: it would. It would. And it's it's fun because their styles are similar because they're both elite athletes. Mm-hmm. One's stronger, a little more stocky. The other one's mm-hmm. probably more, yeah, not probably, more dynamic. Lamar is yeah. lightning. And and so that's fun. It, it's close because I, I would wonder what Lamar would look like on that Philly
0: offense, you know? Ooh, that, that, <laughs> that's the I, I, no, we don't need to wonder, man. The Eagles got to keep getting enough weapons. They do not need another one, all right? stop Stop trying to give Philly more, man.
1: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Let's, let's not give Philly more. Speaking of Philly, are they number one in our Week 10 Power Rankings? We will find out coming up next right here on Locked On NFL. Today's show is brought to you by DoorDash. Yes, DoorDash, the app that I use weekly. You know why? Because sometimes you want that local grub And you want to hit up the restaurant, but you don't want to leave the comfort of your own house. And now that it's getting colder here in the Midwest, guess what, Chris? I'm not leaving my house. I order City Bird here locally (laughs) all the time, at least once a week. It's this chicken place. They have the spicy chicken sandwich that is amazing. It's my go-to. I get a side of tenders. You better believe it. I do side of tenders, some fries as well. It's the best, and I get it with DoorDash. I've never been in there, never been there in person. (laughs) Literally always get it with DoorDash because of the convenience and you should get DoorDash today, whether it's game day or any day they have you covered. And right now you can get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOT23, it's subject to change, terms apply, but that's 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app, enter code LOT23. Subject to change. Terms apply. Get that hot chicken sandwich today or anything you want from pizza, wings, anything in between with DoorDash. And don't forget to use code LOCK23 for 50% off up to a $10 value on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and spend $15 or more. Subject to change. Terms apply.
0: We're back here on the Wednesday edition of the Locked On NFL podcast. That also means it's time to talk power rankings. Week 10. We're here, baby. Let's go over these power rankings. James, I'll let you pick. Do we go top to bottom or bottom to top?
1: Bottom to top. Let's keep right. the suspense rolling.
0: Exactly. All right. So bottom is pretty easy here. Cardinals, last place. Uh, uh, Panthers at 31. Giants at 30. Patriots at 29. Bears at 28. Raiders at 27. Commanders at 26. Broncos at 25. And this is where I think it starts to get interesting. Titans yeah. at 24. Packers at 23. Buccaneers at 22. Falcons at 21. The Colts sit there at 20. So from 20 to 32, here there's a few mm-hmm. teams that I think that some of their fans might have a couple of gripes like, hey, 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 we're a little bit better than that. Maybe, maybe Packers fans feel like they're being a little disrespected. Can the mm-hmm. Broncos but to, you know b- ride some momentum after beating the Chiefs to maybe they can climb up out of that? I think they deserve to be down there right now. Is there one team from 20 to 32 that you think won't be there much longer, James?
1: Oh, Man, the Bucs and the Falcons, like one of of you two should have showed up and (laughs) figured it out. The Bucs and the Falcons, you can't get a stop, Buccaneers. And I know it's a great story. I get it. You can't get a stop. CJ Stroud is still dancing on your head. And Mm -hmm. then the Colts, I mean, it it was Carolina, so I can't overreact to that. Uh, That would be the other one for me. The Falcons, I I don't know what they're going to do quarterback-wise. It's just... Speak of a team that should have went after Lamar Jackson. My
0: Maybe. goodness. You know, it would have made I, sense. I,
1: I think Denver is is sort of interesting because they, they don't really have a choice yeah. but to try. Peyton's trying. Russell Wilson's trying. I think Javante Williams is snapping into gear a little bit. I just don't think they're that good. You, you know, the, the Bengals played on Sunday Night Football this week, so I got to watch a lot of football just during the day.
0: It's mm-hmm. a lot of bad football. A lot, a lot of man.
1: bad teams. A, a, a lot of these mm-hmm. teams are just bad. But I'll give you one. Because I believe in the coach. I think the Las Vegas Raiders have some talent. Whoa. When you have a change like that, sometimes it can just shock the system. I'm not saying they're going to make a playoff run. But I think the Raiders could be more competitive down the stretch. Will they get out of the top 20 or get into the top 20? I don't know about that. They just beat the Giants. But could they handle the Jets this week? Could they give the Dolphins? a battle i wouldn't put it past them so yeah i'll uh i'll say the raiders as, as a dark horse
0: that, I, I like that idea antonio pierce certainly um seems to have have the respect of the locker room and that's, that's all some all the time all the thing you need sometimes and you're, you're right they do have talent you know devontae adams is still there josh jacobs is still there max crosby's still there they have players that can make plays and if they're playing a, a so-so team or a not good team They can take advantage of those of those moments and maybe they can pick themselves up. But let's let's start. Let's keep climbing up out of here. Let's get into the teens here. The Rams coming at 19 just ahead of the Colts. The Vikings at 18, Jets at 17, the Texans at 16, Saints at 15, Pittsburgh Steelers at 14, Seattle Seahawks at 13, Browns Mm. at 12, Chargers at 11. So from 11 to 20 there. We start to see some of those AFC North teams start to sneak in there with the with the Steelers and the Browns. I think this is the highest the Steelers have been ranked all season on on our power rankings at fourteen. There, uh, they're, they're they're starting to climb up here. But I'm one team I'm very curious about, and that's the team that you're about to cover this weekend. Is the Houston mm-hmm. Texans because CJ yeah. Stroud is so intriguing, man? Like he's on fire this year. He has weapons, but are the Texans a whole team that can keep doing that all year long? Should the Texans be at 16? Should they be higher or they should should they be lower? I, I think that's
1: it's about right. Right, you know, smack dab in the middle of the league. I do think here's the take. Oh,
0: oh, oh, here it comes.
1: Seattle is too high. Houston should be ahead of them. The Steelers should be ahead of them. The Saints should be ahead of them. I agree. What has what has Seattle done besides Kevin Stefanski giving the game away a week ago? Otherwise they'd be mm. on a, a losing streak.
0: Mm. I mean,
1: I I I I don't know. I don't know about Geno right now. I don't know about that offense. It, it's uh it's weird. It's weird times right now in Seattle. So we'll see. They added at the deadline to their defense. We'll see. I, I just don't like the way it's trending right now. The offense hasn't figured it out yet. And I thought by mid year, they would have figured it out and they would have looked like they they did last year. So that's the one I'm questioning. But to your point with the Texans, young, fun, well coached. I, yeah. I think they have a shallow roster, but. The guys that they're banking on, if they're if they stay healthy, Nico Collins, that's a quality wide receiver. Tank Dell can fly. He might be my size. The dude can fly. He's actually smaller than me, which is just crazy to think about. <laughs> that's how athletic that man is. He's yes. in the NFL and he's what, like five seven and mm-hmm. one sixty five. Like that's unbelievable, and he's making big plays. Dalton Schultz, one of the biggest bargains in free agency. I can't believe the Texans just stumbled into Dalton Schultz, who would start for at least twenty teams. And teams were like, ah, we don't need tied up. Okay, well, the Texans said, thank you very much. Right. And uh, so, no, I think they're very real. I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs. I don't want to make that declaration. But I think they're a real team uh, giving opponents real problems. And I'll tell you this, C.J. Stroud not turning the ball over. That's exactly what you want to see from a rookie quarterback. All right, it's time to get into the top ten here. Looks yeah. like top ten. It is, the Browns. It's a top ten browns 10
0: interesting wait, whoa, wait. charge oh well what hold on uh i thought that was the bills at 10
1: bills at 10 sorry yeah browns were 12 Chargers 11 sorry yes. see i can't count math was You're not my strong suit Bill- bills at 10 jags coming off a buy at nine lions by eight cowboys fall to seven dolphins are sixth in the top five bengals fifth 49ers fourth the chiefs third the Ravens second and Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles first.
0: I I like I like that there's two AFC North teams in the top five. Um, I like I think the Eagles are kind of deserving of holding the top spot. I don't I don't know, man. The Chiefs like the way they just they just play the Dolphins though. You know, it, it gives me confidence that they're going to still be able to find ways to win games in, in big situations. But I have this theory to you, James. The Dolphins they beat up on the bad teams. But they still lose to the good teams. And, and maybe yep. that's just the, the situation they've been in this year. But you know, that, that would have me concerned a little bit that maybe they're 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 juggernauts when they overmatch people, but they're not finding ways to win when they're when the talent's a lot more even on, on, on the other side of the ball.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that that's that's a big question. That's why I gave the Raiders kind of a shot. Um, because I, I wonder how the Dolphins go. After this bye week, will they Mm -hmm. rebound and will they be the team? And they may drop 60 on the Raiders. I don't think they'll do 70. Maybe they'll drop 60. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I think uh, there are some questions there with the Dolphins team and how physical they can be and and how they respond when they're losing the battle at the line of scrimmage. So we'll see there. I, I do think that the top of these power rankings just loaded as bad as I think some of the bottom teams are. And that's how power rankings should be. I mean, the Eagles, Ravens, Chiefs, 49ers, Bengals. I think the Cowboys are in that mix. The Jags, all really good. The Bills, they may be able to figure it out. They've had some injuries, so it's made it tough. But that top 10 is pretty darn solid, Chris, no doubt.
0: Absolutely. You can see all of our all of our all of our picks all all the week long as we continue to cover the NFL Thursday Night Football coming up. There's a preview for that on tomorrow's show here in the Locked On NFL podcast from Chris Carter and James Rapine. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you next week as we go over the week 11 power Ranking.